cliffcentral.com Ah uh, yeah good morning everybody this is what you need <laughs> I said to I said to Ryan there's not even there's not even an ounce of fake enthusiasm for me I had a long enough break we had two weeks off the show I'm feeling refreshed and ready he was saying, oh, no, he struggled to wake up this morning. I'm like, oh, please. The first show, you got lots of energy. It gets worse from here on in. Like, what happens is I, I always get really excited about the first show of the year. And then, like, the second one rolls around. You're like, oh, do I have to get up? You can feel your, like, your neck is sore and everything else. But I'm not there yet. Good morning. And um, are we allowed to say Happy New Year? Yes. We are allowed to say Happy New Year up until next week, Monday. Is that your rule? It's it's not my rule. It's my opinion, really, because that's when people are back. And that's probably when people will, you know, it's, everyone's then seeing each other. Okay. All right. That's I don't know. We've already, Ryan's already opted out of the show. Have you noticed? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's already shut down his camera. Rule. <laughs> so but, I was going to come, I was going to come in for the show this morning. I know you were too, um, yeah. to the studio, but we, he called me last night and he's like, listen, uh, we've got a problem. And I thought, oh, God, really? What now? He's like, with the air conditioner in the studio, apparently, he's been like dripping water for God knows how long, like probably the whole of last week. And it's apparently soaked the floor. Now the whole place smells like damp, which is the Ugh. worst. Ugh, it's the worst smell in the world. So I don't know what we're going to have. We might have to replace the carpets. God knows. It's just a disaster. What a mess. As long as all the equipment's fine, because that was my first thought. Yeah, I know. Luckily, that's fine, because it was the air conditioning. You see, again, like, thank you, uh, Gareth, for being smart. I positioned this thing where there's no equipment beneath mm -hmm. it. You never, you never put the, the radio equipment under, or the audio, or the, any kind of electrical equipment under the air conditioning machine, because this kind of thing can happen. So, mm. luckily, I sorted that out. All right, well, I, I follow the Larry David rule, which is like, by the 4th of January, you have to stop saying Happy New Year. So I've stopped already. I'm, not, I'm doing that. You can, you can make exceptions if it's the first time you've seen someone and it's still the first couple of days of the year, right? Mm, mm. Yeah. I mean, I think if it's within January and you haven't seen one in, someone in a few months, you can still say Happy New Year. Yeah. But, uh, you know, like um, Congo Chris says, you're only allowed to say Happy New Year to someone once. Yeah, that I totally agree with. You can't, can't say it twice. It's like saying no. birthday twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, like, yeah, that would be ridiculous. That's, that's, a, that's probably the best rule of all. Uh, if we're going to make rules, and I don't want to start this year by making rules. Let's start the year by uh, letting people figure out their own way, right? <laughs> You've got a new background, I see. Is, is that Jesus in the background? It's not. It's, it's a woman with a, with a guitar, with a Spanish guitar. Still could be Jesus. Could have been a woman with a guitar. It's my, it's my favorite painting in my whole house. And, and oh, I, it, that's good. it's an original. I just don't know who the artist is because I can't read the signature. But I bought it, um, I think it was an auction or something. But uh, hey, Ryan, you're, he's there. What were the, are you having technical difficulties already? Oh, you know how it goes. As the show starts on the first show of the year, on the Monday morning, everything yeah. just shuts off. So anyway, we're back. Be back. Yeah. So That's somebody good. was asking about the painting behind me. It's uh, it's this this beautiful girl with a guitar, and every single person who's ever seen it in my house is also in love with it. I've had about four people say to me, "When you die, I mean, this is how much you you know your oh, friends dear. and family, <laughs> friends and family are like when you die, including my sister. I'll have that painting. Thank you. Nothing else. I don't want anything else. So anyway, oh, um, nice. yeah, I'm in the same room, but I've just uh, I've decided you know new room, new angle, um. So how do same, you, how do you have a better looking room than like the one the president gives his like family meetings in? <laughs> because the president has about as much taste in his uh, whole body as as most of us on this uh, show, including everybody who listens. And I'm pretty sure all of our listeners have good taste. Pretty sure that we all have more in our little pinky finger. But anyway, I mean, what can you do? You know, he's very nouveau riche. Um, so how was how was the holiday? How was Christmas? How was New Year? Anything fun happen, uh, Ryan and the West Rand? What did you guys get up to? 
So in the West Rand, uh, I had all my friends come over from overseas because a lot of them have moved over. So they all came in for, uh, I don't want to say like a reunion. They were just like tying up loose ends here. So we got to yeah. spend Christmas together um, before they left. But it was it was just fun. It's actually funny like how in two weeks you go, normally on the show when you try to think of things like to talk about because you're so busy working, there's not much that pops up. But in two weeks, we've had so much. I mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't I haven't put up this picture earlier, Gareth. I wanted to show you. I thought you might like this. Uh, when I was driving the streets of Krugersdorp the other day, I, I saw this and I thought I have to show the listeners. There was this like really rad car. Well, it was like an old BMW. It was a classic like Krugersdorp <laughs> car. Yeah. And this is what it looks like. I I couldn't wow. zoom in enough. He he left before I could. So the boot, the boot is painted black. It's obviously yeah. zhuzhed up. How many, how many exhausts did that car have? Like four. It looks like, yeah, it looks, it looks about in that range. And it was quite learned, loud. And and he's like racing yeah. everyone from robot to robot. You know what I mean? I learned from, I learned from Tebow Touch, who is like impressed by all the things that I'm not. You know, he 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 likes all the things that I don't care about. And he yeah. told me, yeah, you know, man, you gotta have like four pipes, man. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? What are you, high? He's like, but, man, he, apparently the more, more exhausts your car has, the, the better if, you, if you're impressed by that sort of shit. So oh. that's why I mean, you thought that, that that's the thing. Ready or not, it says on the, on the, the boot. Yeah, and then, what, and then under, what does it say under that? Under that, it says, Jesus is coming. I, like. so I thought that was quite funny but yeah no it was a good holiday um i spent most of it at the airport i think in in the one week i went to the airport five times in one week you went to the airport five times but it was never for you no uh, i was yeah. dropping friends off and seeing them off uh my one friend went to cape town he went to go check um g-easy because i was meant to go with him and then i canceled last minute so i just dropped him off there he went to go watch g-easy live for new year's then my other friend went to ireland then um i think but do they know that there's a car train and that you can take an uber yeah i i I got back i got back to the airport yesterday and i took the car train and then ubered from there listen i was in cape town for what three days and i decided to because i went down there for a birthday party and i i didn't have i didn't rent a car i i ubered again what are all these friends of yours like they just think of you as a glorified taxi service, Clint. No, well, I, I also just went to see them off because um, I know that's, that's very nice of you, Ryan. You know. But honestly, like I, I hate it when people make use of me as a taxi. We've spoken about this before. Yeah, no, it's true. But I, I just thought I'd, I'd see them off because I don't know when I'm going to check them again. So, but yeah, I spend most of it at the airport. So I, I promise you, if mm-hmm. I can give anyone advice, do not lose your airport, uh, your airport. Um, uh, parking tickets it is oh the god biggest yeah. pain in Ooh. the ass i didn't even realize like i just thought it's like uh, at a mall you just go pay but um oh, no. i had to and go get an affidavit at the police station uh, apparently there's a police it's station at the super, airport super expensive um because you they, they charge you for the whole day unless you can prove otherwise yeah and, and then i had to go and um they have like a photocopy shop in the airport and you have to go Make a copy of your license. Take yeah. your license disc out your car. Make a copy of that. Yeah. It's a whole thing. So if I can give anyone advice from this morning, if you could learn from me, don't lose your parking ticket at the airport. Well, that's that's good to know. It means that the likelihood of your car being stolen by someone claiming it's theirs is is low. Yeah. Yeah. Well, David agrees. David agrees with me and Leanne here. Um, <laughs> I refuse to take anyone to the airport since the car train. Look. <laughs> I understand that these there are these people like I've had this argument with a couple of people who I, I know and who they're, they're not assholes or anything. They're probably better people than me. They're like, no, it's very important. You know, there's this thing about seeing people off at the airport and especially if it's a friend of yours who you really love and you haven't seen them in a while and you fetch them at the airport. It's very exciting. I'm like, no, it's it's just a taxi service. <laughs> that, they're just making use of you. Let's not mess around. Um Thank you to all the people who are in the comments section. Back yeah. full of force. Um, we're ready to go start the new year strong. And um, I'm glad everybody's here to be a part of that. Thank you. I see some of the regulars. Thank you, guys and girls. And we've got lots of news to catch up on. Some people already asking about the Epstein list, which we've got to talk about. 
there's a, there's a lot of in, interest in the Epstein list, which is not surprising. But I don't know that there's any new info with the exception of Stephen Hawking. And oh, my God, have there been some funny memes. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> About Stephen Hawking and <laughs> him in his wheelchair participating in orgies and midgets <laughs> with chalkboards solving equations. I mean... <laughs> I see you've been having fun with that on online. Uh, well, come on, who has, who can't? You know, we, we, it's just too good to resist. It doesn't matter what, whether you're a nice person or not. The Jeffrey Epstein stuff is revolting, and it's so revolting you have to, you either have to laugh or cry. And then you got people because we knew Bill Clinton was going to come up, and we knew mm. Andrew was going to be in there. Those, those there's no not much surprise there, and also. You know, yeah. still, there's still names that we won't get, and there's still stuff that we don't get. But I found the Stephen Hawking thing is the only really big revelation. <laughs> who knew that that uh, brilliant theoretical physicist <laughs> was going to the island to take part in orgies? Who knew? But now, is this list, because uh, as far as I know, there isn't an actual yeah. list. There's a, there's a flight manifesto. Yes. Yeah. So mm. apparently, I mean, apparently, even the Obamas traveled there together. So they're mm. on the list too. So if you're on the list, it doesn't necessarily mean that you you got you know diggy with it. You you probably just went to visit. Yeah, yeah we yeah, don't yeah. know. Yeah. We don't know what they were. You know, some of them may have been participating, some of them not. But we also know that like Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew are definitely pervs. We know that, yeah. right? And, and no, Trump, all, also, they no, Trump, no. So Trump's exonerated. He's not on the list. Yeah, he's not Didn't on you the see list. That? He's not in there. Is he not? No, he's clear. So everybody was saying Trump's part of this. He even said, "Ha ha, you know, look at the list. I'm not on there." Um, Let me tell you, every celebrity in the world is hoping that their name doesn't pop up on that list. I mean. Oh my. Over the holidays, there was a, an accusation. Um, one of the NFL guys, Aaron Rodgers, was saying Jimmy Kimmel doesn't is is really uh, not wanting that list to come out. Um, oh, really? And then he threatened to sue, and his name actually wasn't on the list. But because <laughs> like everyone just doesn't want to be associated with this list at all. But apparently, you can tell if it was um, sort of weird activity going on because it'll it'll have. It's usually someone's initials and sometimes their full name, but it'll always have Jeff Jeffrey Epstein and, you know, maybe one or two other males. And then it'll say plus two females or plus yes, four exactly. females. Oh, females so they would, they would include the whole manifest. So everyone who's going, I suppose, they, you know, the girls didn't live on this island. How disgusting, though, that... No, so they were all taken there. But they wouldn't put their names. They would just say plus two females like they yeah. were just rubbish. Yeah, I, I did say, and I, I mean, it was something that I liked from all the funny memes that were going around, is I was like, if you got molested by Stephen Hawking and you're claiming that that's his fault, that's on you. Because he can't even fuck, he can't even move, you know? What do you, are you are But really? these girls were told what to do. So? so otherwise, Stephen they, would Hawking. Be, they were threatened. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, I, I, I don't know if you saw this. I actually have a clip. Um, I was watching a, a podcast about it. Uh, you know, Conan was interviewing. Uh, I think he's a writer. He's like a comedy writer by the name of Conan O'Brien. Conan O'Brien. Yeah, he has like a podcast thing, and he was interviewing a guy named Jim Downey. And this clip came out like a week or two ago during the holidays, and it was quite funny because Jim Downey had no idea about any of this controversy, and it's like as a as a writer. I don't know if, if, if it was a bit, because how on earth have you not heard about this Epstein thing? It's been shoved in our faces. And so I have this clip here. I thought I'd, I'd play it for you guys. It was just so funny yeah, that he hasn't even heard of it. Well, he's pretending. There were... Go on. Sorry? No, go on. Play it. There are, there are many, many uh, figures in our society who contribute an enormous amount to our culture and people who have unconventional personal lives um and and yet they seemed exempt from criticism you know uh jeffrey epstein yeah. well, wait a minute 
wait a minute. <laughs> no, no, let me finish. I no, see Jeffrey it. Epstein. I see it. No one, no one, you know, uh, uh, criticizes him, and yet. Oh, wait a minute. I wait a minute. To, wait a minute. Is a double standard. <laughs> Jim, it's wrong. Jim, hold on. Okay. Hold on. Look, hold on. Much has been said. Much has been said about Jeffrey Epstein. Terrible things. No, no, Jeff, Jeff. I'm talking about Jeff Epstein, the New York financier. <laughs> We're talking about the same Jeff Epstein. No. Yes. No. Yes. I, what? I never, I never heard. Oh, it was a big story in the news. Huge. No. Yes. For you to say no one ever Jeff said. Jeff Epstein. Yes. Jeff Epstein. Yes. The financier. With the island. Yes. He had an island yes. that I've never been to. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure with respect. If there was some news about Jeff Epstein, I would have heard. No, I don't know where you, what rock you've been under. It was a huge story. And I have to, Jeff Epstein is, he, I have to tell you, he's gone. He's dead. What do you mean? He's dead. He's dead. He's no. dead. <laughs> Sorry. Nice try. If Jeff, <laughs> if Jeff Epstein, if Jeff Epstein were deceased, uh -huh. I'm pretty sure I would know about it. Now, I, I admit I have not. Probably since the pandemic, I have not talked to him. That would make sense. That would make but sense. He's been I, uh, dead for a number of years, Jim. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> Jeez, I wonder. <laughs> no, he's doing it. He's If he knows, he's taking the piss. He's doing a bit, right? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, that was one bit. But, you know, like there are people in the comments section who've got the story right, too. Um clarification from congo chris it's not a flight manifest it's a court document that is naming people because they're not going to go after these people which they rightly should you know mm. they actually they actually put out the full thing like and they've um you can no, see this, what was said in in court like the whole the whole thing they've just yeah, left out four names there's four names that's that's been completely taken now, off they, they will, so let me uh, ask you this i mean apart from the underage girls you don't want them named in there because that's not fair it's not they might not want to be you know have their names publicly put out especially if they were underage at the time apart from them who is so important and powerful that they can get their name redacted from that list i mean if the obamas and clintons and prince andrew are on there who's more important than them huh well, they they did say it was two of the names are highly respected politicians at the time. Ooh. So we have to go back to like that time between like two thousand and what six Ooh. between then and two thousand and nine or something like that. And so you have to think about the politicians that were highly respected at that. Well, time. we got to move on because there's so much to talk about this morning, and I don't want to want to get stuck. No. Matthew says. We should talk about the fight at the Miami Mall. But was it a fight or was it aliens who landed there? Because people were talking about 10-foot-tall creatures walking around in the mall uh, that, that looked it's like so aliens. No, I've never seen a more confusing story in all my life. So the, what I heard <laughs> was, yes, there were those alien figures, but I also heard that it was kids who were fighting who were armed yeah. with sticks. Yes. They weren't even armed with guns or knives. Florida, huh? They had sticks, and then the, the whole police force, the entire Miami police force, went and descended on them, leaving the Is it race. Like the Latweezy situation, or like the Latweezy situation, like sixty police cars pulled up to this mall. Now 60? that that that's no, like it was more than that. that. It sounds more. like overkill. You could see the video. They said it was sixty in the news report, but. It's a lot of cars for what? Four teenagers fighting with sticks. <laughs> yeah, come on. There's nothing going on in that town. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then there were there were a bunch of really famous people in South Africa over the holidays. Um, I saw Keith Richards was in the country for Christmas. Did you see that one? A Rolling Stone. We had a Rolling oh. Stone in the country. There's a picture. Look at this. There's Keith Richards. Thank you for your birthday wishes. Merry Christmas from South Africa. He's wearing a Rasta, Rasta flag type thing. I think he thinks that's our flag. <laughs> you can forgive him. He's really old. Jeez, he's, but he's incredible. Hey, listen, yeah. I went to a I went to a ninety two year old birthday over the holidays. That's very and, cool. Yes, and I went for a walk with this ninety two year old on Friday morning last week. 
two and a half kilometers I went for a walk with this guy and he was oh. faster than me. Damn. Jeez, unbelievable. So speaking of Christmas, did you get any interesting gifts? Over yes, the I, got, I got the greatest gift ever. Um, so this is from my... Uh, He's not really my cousin, but I call him my cousin because I don't have any first cousins and we've grown up together and our, our parents were always best friends. And we knew like if something ever happened to my parents, we would have ended up being raised by these people. And um, he and I have known each other since we were like babies, basically. And he, he knows me so well. So he bought me this. Can you see what this is? Do you see this thing? Looks like a bottle opener. So is it, it does. It looks, like, it looks like a bottle opener. It's a brass... Thing, you put your finger in it and you use it to push lift buttons or to oh. open doors. <laughs> oh. so you don't have to touch things and you don't have to touch other people's things and that's how well he knows me so i use this thing it's like a hook you can use it to pretty much do anything i've opened doors with it and then i carry it around now i'm going to be such a i can't wait to be an old man right <laughs> like a really old man so I, I, I walked with this 92-year-old, and I realized like I'm half his age. So I've still got, if I live as long as him, I've still got half. I've got exactly the amount I've lived. I've got the same amount to go if I get to healthy 92, which means I've got a lot of years of being a grumpy, like weird, eccentric old man, and I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And things like this are going to be essential for I was going so to say that to you, open doors. To prod people to not have to touch stuff. I love it. The Point at things. Ever. I'm going to carry it around on a chain on my neck forever. So just put, touch the end of it. Put no, your finger no, on the end of it. Oh, I, want see, I, I wanted to see if you would pass the test. No, if you touched not. it, then you've basically touched all of the lifts and things that you, you hadn't touched. No, but would it I've, work on the touch screen? Uh, no. But what I've done, I'm only using my touch screens. What I've done yeah. is I've um, I cleaned it really carefully yeah. and, and polished. I mean, look at this thing; it's shining like a like a brand new penny. It's it's looking great. It's in perfect condition. So this is my favorite present. How about you? Anything exciting? Mm, I didn't get anything exciting really, but for the first time in years since since COVID, I was able to buy gifts for other people. So that was nice. exciting. Nice. Good. So. I mean, for, for years, I've had to either just apologize because people knew my situation or I would make something at home, which was nice yeah. for them, you yes. know, <laughs> not for me. Um, yeah, it is. But it, it feels nice to give gifts. Oh, it's mm. the best. I mean, just to walk into a shop or, you know, open a website and just choose anything oh. and buy it for them and see their happiness. It was It was just really good. I was able to take my... Uh, uh, my family out for steaks and um, awesome. You know, awesome. Be the person who pays for pizzas, and <laughs> it was just great. Buy the turkey, you know. You so you got to pay them. You got to pay them back because they've been uh, doing this for you for the last couple of years. Yeah, exactly. So and it's amazing. Right. They, they all feel bad. They're like, oh no, you know, you shouldn't be paying. I'm like, mom, you worried when I didn't have money, and now you're worrying that I do have money. You know, yeah. always find something to worry about. That's nice. That's nice of, of family. Speaking of not having money, my favorite new account on Instagram is Bums and Drones. Have you seen this account? No. <laughs> no. So what they do is, it's, it's I think it's fantastic. These guys who own drones are uploading footage. What they do is they follow homeless people around with these drones and like <laughs> zoom in on them. And like get into their like not good. their encampments and like they they this is he has a bum there's a picture on the screen now if you can't see it of this guy he's like he's like getting ready to like have a boxing, boxing. match with the drone but he doesn't realize that the drone's not going to come that low that he can punch it but he's he's obviously high on tick or whatever and he's <laughs> waiting for this drone to get close enough and they throw stones at them and bricks and they swear at them and they brown eye them and. It's just so much fun to watch because, you know, don't we all have like a curiosity, but we don't want to, we don't want to actually get that close to a like homeless person who stinks <laughs> in a tent and like shits right outside the door of their tent and all that stuff. But these guys, you can see them like cooking the drugs in their little tents and they like, they lie there and they like, um, that's an invasion. That's horrible. <laughs> these poor people. Of course it is. 
But you, you want to live in a public place. It's not your house. You can't just camp on the street. So if you're in a public place, we have the right to watch you. And it's, it's funny because these guys get so furious with these drones. Well, they're grumpy because wouldn't you be? I mean, you already they, are. They, Imagine if you were homeless. And they chase prostitutes as well. And then the prostitutes throw their <laughs> shoes. There was this one clip I saw of this prostitute who she threw her high heel at the, at the and she hit the drone. She actually got the drone. It was brilliant. Oh my god. <laughs> That's very human, interesting. Human rights, uh, what happened to uh, human rights? <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, have you been under a drone when they come for you? Like it's the most yeah, irritating they, thing. They it's so loud for for such a like, small device. Yeah. And also like a giant so much wind. Yeah. Such a giant mosquito. It's fantastic. No, I found it very entertaining. So this is my favorite uh, channel now. I watched all of the or I, I watched the whole channel and there, there are hundreds of videos. I watched them all in like a day. <laughs> oh, good. All right, so let's get to the comments. Uh, I bought myself a chainsaw. It ex exudes testosterone, makes me feel like a man. Yeah, that's a nice thing to have, especially if you have a lot of trees in your, in your garden and you need to, you know, if you're getting the, the, the tree fellers in every year, it's expensive. You could probably mm. do that yourself. But just... For God's sake, you, you've got to be really careful and know what you're doing with a chainsaw because if you cut the branch that you're sitting on, not a good idea. And <laughs> you've got to have someone with you because, first of all, climbing up there is treacherous. Second of all, you've got a, an implement that can literally cut off a limb of yours if you use it incorrectly. Um, you know, if it slips out of your hand, for example, it should switch off. It's got one of those safety features on the on the trigger. But... You've got an electric cable that you could saw through by mistake. I mean, a lot can go wrong. Let's just put mm -hmm. it that way. And if it's a petrol-powered one, that's phenomenal. But those things make such a racket. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm with not you. as bad as leaf blowers because it's like uh, done, done quite quickly. Don't worry. Yeah. We live with leaf blowers over here. Oh, my God. <laughs> insane. insane. All right. So here's a good uh, list of presents. Uh, Biltong Slicer and uh, Brai Bruki. Uh, I don't know. What's Brai Bruki? Like uh, short shorts, uh, like uh, like Ben likes to wear now. Ben, uh, ben posts so many pictures of himself in those little uh, Afrikaans short shorts. Yeah. That, um, Are those them? Starting to think someone has complimented him one too many times and he thinks it's cool. Anyway, we'll find <laughs> out. I'm so glad not to hear another fucking poverty story from Leanne. That's nice. Yay. <laughs> I was even able to buy the more expensive cigarettes. <laughs> oh, you were buying the ones that are pure cancer. Well, did, yeah. well done to you. Yeah. When you oh, jump into yeah. the Cat Williams interview, says Snipes. What now? So, does anybody know anything about that? Yeah. So, Cat Williams had a had, he did an interview with Shannon Sharp um, over the last week, but he was so openly honest about everything in 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 Hollywood and and. I haven't watched the full thing. I've only seen clips of it, but I know it's gone super viral. Um, a lot of the comedians are actually posting uh, responses to it because, like, one of the things he spoke about was how uh, Kevin Hart was is an industry plant, and um, no one what? heard of him in the last fifteen years. No one remembers him like struggling in Los Angeles uh, or going to a sold-out Kevin Hart show, but rather. Um, you know, he just kind of came there to Los Angeles with deals and stuff lined up. And so a lot of comedians in Hollywood are kind of feeling uh, a bit um, upset. I saw Ice Cube posted a response to it. Um, mm -hmm. bas he basically just said a whole lot of nothing. But in the end, he was just uh, stating that he's put a lot of comedians in movies and nobody's put him in movies and he's upset. <laughs> but Ice Cube's so, been uh, in movies. Maybe yeah, he's yeah, been yeah. Maybe there's no he demand. Just says, like the, these guys aren't, aren't putting him in his movie. So he's putting all these comedians in his movies, but no one's putting him in their movies. So I don't know. But it was it was quite funny. But uh, yeah, so, it was quite a controversial interview. Okay, well, I'm not interested in that. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Nico says, sure, Bry shorts are shorts made for brying, so you can wipe your hands on them. They're made from dishcloth. Yes. Oh, yes. They're made with those like... Um, Checked. Those stripies, yeah, those Stripey. checkered dish plots. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, I have some interesting stuff here for you. Uh, this is quite cool. 
uh, I found a, this came up on my Instagram feed and I'm not sure why, because I don't cook and I don't care about recipes or any of that stuff. But mm-hmm. Leanne, you might, you might know who this is. One of my friends knew who it was. So there was this woman who was famous in the 1970s, could even have been the 60s, long before we were born. I didn't even know she existed. And someone sent this uh, clip to me, and it's this, this woman. And she is hilarious, um, but she's not trying to be hilarious. This is how they used to do shows in those days. And I, I just love seeing how things have changed. Like now we've got Gordon Ramsay and, you know, those, those people who are like swearing and carrying on in the kitchen. This woman used to do a thing called the French something or in a French menu, French kitchen, whatever it was. Her name was Julia Child. Does that mean anything? Oh my to God. You? How can you not know who she is? Julia Child. Of course I don't know who she is. What the hell am Julia, I talking about? Julia Child. Right, exactly. There have been books and movies and Yes. I didn't know about her. So And Dan Aykroyd Dan Aykroyd did a skit on her. Where, where I didn't know who this was. was. The early days of Saturday Night Live where he cut his his um, veins by mistake. His arteries, and she was spewing blood all over the kitchen. Oh my gosh! Julia Child, more number yes. And she does. She says her name like this: Julia Child. Anyway, so here she is. Uh, just listen to this because this is hilarious. She she talks about finding like shit lying around in her cupboard, or no, it's it's her fridge, but she calls it her ice box, and she she's going to make something out of this. So this has been. Like one of the funniest things I've found on the internet. And I had I really didn't know who this was, but now I'm like looking for clips of her and it's hilarious. Take a look. And sorry. Uh, I think I've been rooting around in my icebox and look what I found. A bit of yellow squash, a handful of beans, a few Brussels sprouts and three lettuce leaves. Not enough in themselves to do much, but what a soup du jour they're going to make. I've got three soups here, and they all look exactly the same. And actually, at this point, they are exact. Uh, I, I, I can't play more, because... But I was rooting around in my icebox, and look what I found. So she was and the person not- who brought French cooking from France to the yeah. to American homes. Yeah. Um, you know, her husband had to travel for business to France and she took herself to um, French cooking school. She was the only female there at the time. Mm-hmm. And they all laughed at her because she couldn't cut an onion fast enough. And uh, she absolutely nailed it. She practiced and practiced. And um, there was a movie made after that, um, Julie and Julia, or the other way around, where um, an, an American woman in today's age um, went through her, her book and made 365 yeah. meals. Yeah, she, she's absolutely brilliant. Okay, so I, I feel so stupid. This is like when oh, when people mention a celebrity that I just don't know even exists. And I feel so like dumb Jeff about Epstein. it. <laughs> yeah, like that guy in the Jeff Epstein clip. It's exactly that. Um, it's unreal, though. It's just, it's very it's cool to discover stuff that you didn't know existed. And I don't, I don't even like cooking shows, but this woman is very entertaining. She goes, blah, 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 blah. I'm Julia Child. And I mm-hmm. thought, that's how she actually spoke. And she was fun. I mean, like, in those days, there wasn't a lot of entertaining TV. She must have been a rock star. She was, yeah, she was brilliant. Yeah. All right. I think uh, to make that cut, you have to be something special back then. Well, you've got to tell us about Yeah? You can even visit... Um, her, the 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 I think it's the studio that they use to film the uh, film in um, of, of her kitchen and what it looked like. You can even visit that and take really? photographs in it. Yeah, very cool. Congo Chris says that's you in four years' time. <laughs> no, I don't think I'll ever be domesticated again. Even even this year, it was again my brother who does all the cooking. I I kind of rebelled against it after being. The uh, white picket fence domesticated goddess, domestic goddess. So, um, and being married, you know, and cooking for other people, I kind of rebelled against it. Um, I don't we think were, I'll be doing that again. 
So you won't go rooting around in your icebox. <laughs> three lettuce leaves. <laughs> so Ryan, one olive. I, I feel like this is another thing that I didn't know anything about. Who the hell is Gypsy Rose? And why oh, was that God. a new story? You see Leanne? Well, I'm, I'm yeah. glad Leanne knows because I'm, I was shocked you didn't know about this. It's also been one yeah. of the biggest stories. Like, yeah, it's huge. Uh, is it? Go on. So, so Gypsy. this. Yeah, yeah, go. So, so Gypsy Rose is um, she's she's a child who recently got out of jail um, for charges of 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 killing her mother. But there, oh, there's a whole backstory to it. Well, she's yeah, she she's in her thirties now. Girl, um, she was a, a child who was a, a, a victim of um, Munchausen by proxy. By proxy. Yeah, um, and also made into quite a number of movies but there was one in particular that was really well done um her mother lied about her illnesses for everything from leukemia to to being completely paralyzed she convinced this child that she had to be in a wheelchair that she couldn't walk that she had leukemia she shaved her head she had teeth removed um, she had she underwent major surgeries. She she this woman managed to convince doctors that she needed specific surgeries. Um, she even had like a like a like a feeding tube put in. She had a feeding tube put in through her nose for a long time. She wasn't allowed to eat. Um, oh. and, and then when she started, she was lied to about her age. And this woman also lied to an entire community and got everyone to raise money for them. She put her onto one of those Last Wish Foundation list things and as a result went to Disneyland with her and a whole lot of things. Um, she had some foundation build them a house after saying that, that she'd lost all her medical documents in Hurricane Katrina. Um, <clears throat> and as this little girl got older, she started realizing that she wasn't all these things. She wasn't allowed to make friends. Um, you know, she stood up next to her bed one night and she was like, I can actually stand. Oh, That's man. when she started doubting everything that this woman had told her. She'd lied about her age, trying to keep her young. Um, she these medicine <laughs> full of stuff. She was over-medicating her, you know, a whole lot of medi medications. And this little girl eventually found someone online and they befriended each other and eventually it became more. Um, Look, this guy was a total nut job, but mm. he decided he hatched this plan along with her to kill the mother. At that time, that was the only way she felt she could escape as a young girl. Um, and he eventually came over to the house and stabbed her mother to death. It was a whole orchestrated like, thing. It was all yeah. orchestrated, yeah. The two of them ran off and they went into hiding for a few days. Eventually, they were arrested and she yep. was given 10 years in prison. Um, I think she served eight of them, and he's in for life. He's in for life? Yes. Um, and she was just released. She's, I think, yeah, 30, she, in her early 30s now. Um, and she, and she's uh, got a, a husband now as well. Yeah, a different, she's married. A different guy. But everyone is on her side, and she's absolutely huge on social media. She's already, you know, opened up a new accounts and she's just living life like a normal person should. Right. So when I heard the story that there was this girl who'd murdered her mother and she was out, but the guy who'd, who'd done it with her is still in, I thought, oh, that, that clearly these are just like trashy people. And But now that you tell me about the Munchausen by proxy thing, I mean, that's, I would have killed this mother too. Mm, absolutely. Especially when you're that young and you don't, you, you can't Horrible. think of a way out of it, you know? Yeah, so Tracy says when she talks, she sounds like a five-year-old. Here, we've got a clip. Listen to this. In 2015, Gypsy says she reached a breaking point and plotted with a boyfriend she met online, Nicholas Godijan, to kill her mother. Gypsy would later plead guilty to second-degree murder. Godijan was convicted of carrying out the stabbing death and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Is it fair that... He is incarcerated for life for killing your mom, and you're out? Well, I'm sure that we both have a lot of regrets. All I can really say is that I did my time. He's doing his time for his part, um, and I wish him well. 
on his journey. Yeah, I mean, she doesn't. I, I don't think she doesn't sound like she's uh, you know stupid or anything. She's got a squeaky right. little voice, but I, I, I'm on her side too. And you've just told me the story for the first time. So Snipes asked, "Did I avoid all news and social media during the holidays?" Pretty much. Pretty much. So I don't know. I mean, this is why I like getting back to the show because then I have to find out what's going on about stuff. Um, she has 7.8 million followers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, everyone wants to know like details because I don't know if there just hasn't been like much going on. Leanne probably knows more than I do about it, but like <laughs> everyone just wants her to talk directly into the camera and give us her perspective because she's been put away for so long. Sure. Look, the she she's you know one of the first to admit that the one documentary in particular was pretty accurate, um, but she has her own documentary coming out now, and there are these naysayers who are saying here's a girl who murdered her mother and now she's profiting off of it. <laughs> yeah, well, like, I mean, another she, famous release uh, that happened this week: Oscar Pistorius is is out of jail. Yes, that's true. Um, apparently. I saw one clip, one clip on, on my phone saying that he was smoking cigarettes, looking bloated and gray. But who knows? Who knows? They, they got him into that house without anyone seeing. They must have like got him out at like 3 a.m. Also, no, our journalists, no one so, saw him. journalists in this country are so lazy, they wouldn't have bothered to like make an effort to go and see what was going on. I promise you, these guys would have just, they would have waited to, um, you know, Oscar's got to phone them or WhatsApp them for them to actually go do their jobs. Our journalists, please. Useless. Anyway, Sanella says, I'm like Gareth. I um, know of nothing that happened over the holidays news-wise. Well, you're allowed to take a break from all of that. And it, it's not like it's good for your health. I'll tell you what. You, if you spend a lot of time on your phone and you, and you continue to do that during the holidays, if you have to spend time on your phone because of your work, which most of us do these days, then at least over the holidays, try to cut down on it. And, and you don't need to know what's going on in Bangladesh. You know, it's not, uh, it's not no. important actually yeah. that everybody knows what's going on in, in, in South Sudan and in Florida. And if you didn't know about the alien mall attack and it wasn't just an amusing story, the way we've presented it to you this morning, would you really, would it make your life any different? Obviously not. It's just, it's no, just you deserve to have the rest, honestly. No. Um, I, I didn't take time off. I worked through, and I've never been so frustrated because everybody else was on leave that I was relying mm. on. Yeah. So yes. I'm yeah. so glad that things are back to normal, almost. Well, um, there was a story that I saw in the news because I did. I stayed in a hotel um, while I was in Cape Town and I, I turned on the TV one night while I was uh, getting into bed. It was quite late and I, I, you, know, you just can't get to sleep or whatever. So you turn on the TV and there's the story about a dog. You know the story, Leanne. A dog that ate $4,000 in cash off, yes. off the counter in these, these people's house. And it was so funny because, <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of questions that have to come from this story. So the dog ate... Four thousand rand in cash, four thousand dollars in cash, which is a Jeez, lot of money. Though. I mean, that's that's a that's a pile of money. But they were busy counting it or something because they had a cash business, so there's nothing dodgy going on there. But the dodgy part is that after the dog had eaten these this four thousand dollars, they they collected all of the dog shit <laughs> and they like sifted through it and put the notes together. Did they? $4,000. They obviously didn't oh. want to just throw it away. So they got 4000 And they only, after they'd pieced together all the pieces of money that this dog had eaten, they only were missing about four or five or 600 bucks out of the 4000 Which yeah, means right. they washed it. They got rid of the dog shit. They then they put it together. Who knows? But, I mean, that's just incredible. That's levels of, of, of attention to detail and... Uh, not giving up perseverance that I think are just <laughs> mammoth. Well, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't you for that amount, um, especially because they'd saved this money. So it was a couple in Pennsylvania and mm -hmm. their golden doodle named Cecil, who, who's <laughs> a good boy. He's a, he's, Cecil is a good boy. He's never done something like this before. Yes. And Cecil jumped onto the counter. There's some pictures of him if you want to put him up. 
Um, the that's Cecil. Look at him sitting there like that. That's the dog who eats money. You could just tell that dog doesn't give it. <laughs> Cecil got onto the counter and ate four thousand dollars in bills. Love it. Uh, um, and and what happened is is that Clayton and and Kerry, this couple, um, had recently withdrawn this large chunk of cash from their savings account because they were putting it towards a fence inst installation. <laughs> and this is the first time that Cecil had ever done something like this and got in, got stuck in. So they found some of it like scattered around the house that he hadn't eaten. They took him to the vet and the vet said, look, he's a big dog and this is paper, it'll pass. They yep. sent him home and, you know, just said, make, make him comfortable and he'll pass everything. So over the next three days, because they spoke to the bank, the bank said, if there's a serial number on a piece of note, we'll, we'll give it back to you. So for the next three days, they sifted through in the laundry. <laughs> they literally laundered his poop and the money. So great. <laughs> Pulled out all these little tiny pieces. Um, so, yeah, let me just see how much they got out of it. They were able to salvage about $3,550 of the total yeah. money. That's right. Wow. So the rest Which is absorbed. I admire their their diligence in going through all of this stuff and like finding every serial number. It's true in South Africa too. If you can find a note and, and it's torn in half um, and, and both sides match in ser serial numbers, they will replace the note for you. You have to go to the reserve bank or, or a bank. I think you could do it in any bank. Okay. Um, we had we had a dog once when I was still living with my parents, and she ate up a fifty rand note. So we put it. She didn't eat it; she just tore it up. So we put it in a oh, yeah. in a bottle, and it's still sitting somewhere. And it's like this is the this is the note that the dog decided she wanted to destroy, but never four thousand dollars. That's just insane, right? Yeah, I mean, I've also I've got a fifty rand note. You know, when you're being stupid and you're fighting over who should pay for something, and you mm -hmm. tear it up got one of those but i was thinking if those were australian dollars if that was in australia that money's like plastic you can't tear it or, yeah. or it won't digest that would have been a huge issue i'm sure would have had to have been operated on tracy says the exact same thing happened to my nephew as a baby when he swallowed a coin my sister went through every nappy just to find the coin and ensure it wasn't in his body <laughs> oh, <a> coin. <laughs> yeah wow. that's that's a little different as long as it wasn't yeah. like those old five rand coins, that would have been terrible to pass. Oof. <laughs> a big or a Kruger rand. You'd wait oh. for it, but oh. it would be, it's yeah, it'd be sort of get that out, right? Cheapers. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we've got lots of other news stories that we want to get to this morning. There's so many things that happened over the holidays, but we um we'd like to hear from you too. So if there's stuff that um that happened that you want to talk about, then let us know. Uh, just give us a shot on the WhatsApp line or on probably the best place to do it is on the YouTube comment section because we're always paying attention to that. So if you're watching us live on YouTube, and please, if you are doing that, I'm not going to ask all year long, but it would be great if you would like and subscribe, especially yeah. for the first show of the year. It just helps us. And I know you don't want to subscribe to like 9,000 things. I'm feeling the same. I want to really cut down on all the things that I'm not, that interested in anymore but if you're interested in this show please do it it supports us it helps us to grow and spread the word this year we want to um we want to take things up a level and and i mean in serious directions international stuff growing our audience at home getting you the best guests i've been working on that through the holidays too lining up some people for uh this year it's going to be fantastic by the way just remember when you write down or type your first email that you, you get the date right because I already oh, yes. I had a short meeting on Friday morning. <clears throat> on It was an online meeting and I was making notes on a piece of paper and I wrote out of habit 2023 and you'll do that for the first couple of days of this year. So just pay attention and you don't have to scratch it out. Uh, you know, 2024, yeah. brand new. It's the 8th of January already. We're one week in. Remember writing checks, how nerve-wracking that was. Oh, wow. Ryan Horrible. doesn't even know what that is. He has no, no idea what it is. No. Uh, I, I remember checkbooks. Uh, I remember seeing them, but I, I've never written a check myself. So Did your parents write checks? Yeah, I, I, I think so. 
but it, it must have been so long ago, like very long ago. <laughs> I, I think my dad barely used this, but I remember him having one. Like I just remember this, this like book how, of. Checks. How old are your parents? So my dad is sixty, and my my mom is like I think fifty eight. Oh no, they would have definitely written checks. Yeah, yeah. no. So, I, but I just think in my lifetime, I think they were slowly fading away. Then, so yeah, hey, yeah. Speaking of old people, so I I got this uh, hook as my favorite birthday present. I mean Christmas present, but my I bought my dad a a bug gun. It's like a, a bug assault. Yeah, you put salt in exactly. Oh. Bugger, you put the salt in the in the in the top of it, and then you shoot flies and mosquitoes and whatever else. He loves this thing. You have no idea. I've, I've never seen him so happy. It's the best thing I could have got him. It's so much fun. I, I've always I, I've wanted one ever since it came out last year. It's been spoken about, and yeah, I just I I don't know how is it accurate? Like, is it does it work? I thought maybe it's like a gimmicky thing. No, I tried it and it it works. It's a re, it's a brilliant thing, and and obviously there's my mother's now complaining that there's salt all over the floors and the furniture. <laughs> oh, is it fine around. table salt? Is it normal fine table salt that you use? Yeah, you don't need to use rock salt, and in fact, I think table salt's probably better for the mechanism of the gun. But it just it look your range is maybe it's less than a meter, so you have to be you have to be pretty good. And pretty accurate. And you, it's better to get the insects while they're sitting down rather than while they're flying around. It's hard to get them while they're flying. You kind of move. Uh, you look like you've, you're possessed by demons. But uh, he's, uh, he loves this thing. In terms so, of range? Yeah. Like how, how, how close do you have yeah, to be? I, I would say you, you can't go much more than a meter and a half. It becomes too dispersed. It's like a shotgun. You have a pattern that, you know, in a shotgun, you can you have to stay, I think, within... About a hundred, hundred and fifty meters for it really to have because you've got lots of little shot yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it forms like a, a pattern, probably about oh, size of a basketball um at its best range. And then beyond that, they they don't really become very effective. I mean, you get some shoot a bit further, but I'd say about 150 meters is right for a shotgun. So for this thing, it's way less. It's and it's salt, so you know. Yeah. I think it would hurt if you shot it with, at a at a human within a meter. It would hurt. Like, but can I, you imagine on the back of your knee, the back oh, of your yeah. leg? So I've like I've taken. Stand. I tried it out, and mm, I got I got I killed a fly or two, so it works. Do you guys like collect the flies and put them in a tin as like a? <laughs> <laughs> no. I wonder if it would work on on like rain spiders and things. Uh, I wouldn't want to hurt uh, those, Lee. You need those. We need those around. They eat the mozzies and flies. They're doing you a favor. Also, in case yeah. it doesn't kill them, you don't want to piss them off. <laughs> <laughs> They'll tell their friends and come after you. John Bad Dog says, my son also got me a bug gun. Yes, the salt is all over. I put uh, table salt <laughs> in. It doesn't work so well. But if I put ground coarse salt in, I shoot them out of the air at 1.5 meters. There wow. we go. Okay, so you could put coarse rock salt in. Okay. Oh, man. Good. That's so cool. All right. Uh, Conga Chris says, I grew up excited at the prospect of owning a checkbook. Just my luck, they fell out of fashion shortly before my 18th birthday. Mm. Oh, shame. I remember writing post-dated checks. Oh, yeah? Were they post-dated? But you were writing them into the future. How could they pre... Oh, yeah, post-date, right. Yeah. Um, for things like... Like if I loaned money from my dad to buy a car or whatever, I would I would write I would like fill out a whole checkbook full of checks, spend an afternoon doing that. Oh. <laughs> so ridiculous. And my mom, being a, a bookkeeper at the time, I used to have to sort checks out for her when I was bored and I wanted to help, put yeah, them into right. a number order. <laughs> lots of lots of fun. <clears throat> well, I'm very excited. We'll be talking to Bronwyn Williams just now. Um, just after seven, because I thought we've got to start the the new year on a on a positive foot and also get an idea of what the future holds. Now she's not she's not Nostradamus, and she's the first to tell you this, but she does have a pretty good grip on what the trends are at the moment, where we're going, what things people are talking about, what we need to pay attention to, where business is headed, the political future of South Africa, which I think you know is going to be a big 
big year this year. It really is. It's super important. Not just for us. There are elections happening in, oh, the list of countries is like, I don't know, 40 countries long. It's almost half the population. In fact, it's more than half the population of the earth are going to be determining their future this year. So it's a very pivotal and important year. And we'll talk to her about all of these things because um, Bronwyn, who works at Flux Trends, is uh, very, very clued up on this stuff. She's also written a new book, which we'll talk about too, and plenty of other good stuff. So stick around for that. Um, and then also your comments and likes and subscribes, if you uh, don't mind doing those for us, then we can get on with it and make this count. Uh, I see also um, there are a lot of people talking about other stories in the news. One of the ones that we haven't spoken about is this infamous mass killer who's going to try to sue Norway for mm. a human rights breach. Now, I love when a, when a mass murderer, a psychopath, genocidal lunatic wants protection for his human rights. Only in Norway would they even take this guy seriously. In any other country with its brain on, uh, as opposed to switched off, they would just say, sorry, dude, you know, you tried to kill as many people as possible. We don't care about your human rights. Sorry, not interested. You, you remember this guy, Anders Bering Breivik. Yes, he was on an island somewhere. and He, yes. he killed just, 77 I, people. What a maniac. That was it back in 2011. And he's trying now for the second time today to sue the Norwegian state for allegedly breaching his human rights. So he has been in solitary confinement since being imprisoned in 2012. But solitary confinement in Norway means something completely different. Oh, boy. You know, in Norway, Norway favors rehabilitation over retribution. So his solitary confinement is not in a little cell like we imagine from the movies or have in our own country. He is in a two-story complex with a kitchen, a dining room, a TV room, <laughs> an Xbox, several armchairs. Um, he's got artwork, black and white pictures of the Eiffel Tower on the wall. <laughs> he's got... He's got, a fitness, he's got a fitness room with weights, a treadmill, a rowing machine. And for some reason, they've included in the, in the story three parakeets fly around the complex. <laughs> I don't know why that's. <laughs> so um, maybe they're trying to say he's not solitary if he's got three parakeets. But his lawyer is arguing that uh, he's changed his name, by the way. He's now um, Fjortolf Hansen. Oh, great. He, his lawyer is saying, but he hasn't been able to form any meaning relationships with anyone. Oh, sh oh shame. <laughs> oh, you know what? Listen, are these people in, are they, the, the government of Norway insane? This guy lives better than 80% of South Africa. Well, and he's a violent <laughs> maniac who tried to kill people. Got, he killed 70 something people. What are his human rights for? Who is, you know, really, Scandinavia, we all look up to you. You, you guys get it right. You're very high on all the, 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 the scorecards of countries and how happy people are and how many benefits they get from the state and how well your government runs. And, but you guys are taking it a step too far. When a mass murderer gets to live like this and there are people literally living in their own ordure all over the planet and this guy's complaining that he hasn't had a chance to meet anyone because he's living in this two-story apartment, which is meant to be a prison. With parakeets. Yeah. He's complaining that he he can't email anybody. Oh, um, where? Oh. Where? <laughs> Look, he, there's hope for, for the Norwegian government here, slightly, because they've declined his request once before. So let's hope they decline it again. But do they not realize in this whole rehabilitation versus retribution thing, that this man is beyond rehabilitation of and that he would be put to death in most countries. That's what they should do. They should yeah. say to him, oh you, oh, you don't like the way you're living at the moment? That's cool. We'll take you out to the gallows. How'd you like that? That'll shut him up. Yeah. Norway. Really? Wild. You guys have got to get your story right. Norway. What an embarrassment. <laughs> Honestly. Sounds like the type of place that you wouldn't mind being caught selling drugs in. 
Are you kidding? There are South Africans. There are South Africans listening to this story now, going, "How many people do I have to kill to get free accommodation and, uh, <laughs> and an food Xbox and, and a fitness and room?" I mean, most most people in this country are looking at this situation, going, I- "I'll do some crime if I can get the time, and I'll never complain." You take away my email, but I'll I'll live in a nice apartment. I'll have parakeets. <laughs> I'll have some some armchairs and an Xbox. This is good. I'll do it. Let's go. He probably just wants someone to play Xbox with him. Well, I mean, here, uh, Congo Chris says, in Denmark, in Denmark, the prisoners get to go home over the weekend. I, is I think that that's true? true in certain yes, yeah, yeah, it is. Denmark. And by the way, um, people were asking, where is Dr. Hanan? He's only back from next week. So in case you were wondering, he hasn't left um, us. We're just going to start. That's someone we're going to have That's... to say Happy New Year to. So check yourself okay. before you wreck yourself. All right. All right. You can do it. You can do it on our behalf. I don't want to break my okay. rule. Okay, everybody. We've got uh, a whole hour of good fun for you and uh, lots of hopefully very insightful and useful things with uh, Bronwyn Williams. I'm excited about that. It's a great way to start the new year. Let's get cracking. It is 7 o'clock on Monday, the 8th of January. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't go anywhere. Cliffcentral.com on this brand new week, brand new year, start of things. Let's go.